Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of A Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy. I'm your host, I'm going to be Michael Strahan today. Uh, That's who I'm going to be as your host today. But let's get this little show started. Um, If you want to interact with the show, feel free to do so through all of the social medias at Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy or Lifestyle GBB or hashtag LGBB. And I'll be sure to interact with you there. Now, some of you may have noticed I have gotten rid of Facebook Messenger. Facebook Messenger was annoying. It was frustrating. I was tired of getting random messages from somebody and like... Nigeria for some reason and nothing about any wrong about somebody messaging me from Nigeria but it was like all scam stuff so I just got frustrated with all the messages and I deleted it but if you do want to message me feel free to do so in a DM on IG the IG page again is lifestyle of a gay black boy or you can hit me by email at lifestylegbb at gmail.com that's lifestyle g is in gay b is in black b is in boy at the gmail.com. Um, feel free to reach out to me. And in honor of today, today being election day, and we are hopefully electing the new 46th president of the United States, I will give you 46 curse words to use on me today. You can use 46 curse words. Curse me the fuck out in 46 curse words or less. Once you get to 47, I'm not listening anymore because I feel like 45 was such a terrible, terrible president that 46 is going to be shitty, but 47 is going to take us to the golden age. Hopefully it's not the golden age of shitty presidencies, but you never know. So feel free to use 46 curse words and I'm here for it. Um, So, you know, let's get things started off. Today is election day. I am recording on election day and I didn't want to release an episode last week because I just really wanted to get my uh, mental health together for today. Today is election day and if you are in America, the United States of America, or if you have been watching our election season, or if you have seen the travesty that we have to call president, who I happily refer to as the goldenrod gremlin, the apricot alien, the orange orangutan, the clementine catastrophe. Um, This individual is running for office, of course, for re-election and has been spreading tons and tons and tons of lies. But as we get closer and closer to election day, we've got the undercover racist, the uh, hidden supremacist, the... uh, What do you call him? What do you call him? What is it? a, a vampire that can step into the sunlight? That's what they are. They're racist and they hide their racism, but they step out in the sunlight like they're normal, everyday people, and they smile in our faces, but secretly they are at home. And I imagine that all racists do this, that they sit in front of their toilets and eat the shit that they drop in the toilet or like bend over and smell their own farts every time they fart. It just seems like a Republican racist thing to do. So, you know. While you are in the midst of enjoying that, if your president happens to lose, I get the feeling that it's going to turn into uh, not the Hunger Games because the Hunger Games, they had more control. I feel like this is going to turn into an Escape from New York situation. Um, If you're not familiar with the movie Escape from New York, I just suggest you go and watch it. It's a good old school 80s movie and I love it. Um But I imagine that that's what's going to happen. Or if you've seen like the movies where people transform into these vicious monsters on Halloween night, that's what I imagine that the uh, Clementine catastrophe supporters will do. They're going to be like, make America great again. And then all of a sudden they're going to turn into these vicious monsters and beasts that are going to try to, you know, essentially hurt the rational people of this country. So, I mean, there's there's that. There's all of that. But 
I didn't want to post an episode last week. I just was not in the mood for it, especially preparing for all of this bullshit that we're going to have to deal with today. But uh, I guess, you know what, to start us off, to start us off, I just want to talk about some of the things that are going on with election practices, some of the things that are going on with voter suppression. Um, CNN, there was actually a think piece that was written on CNN, and it was about voting and voting restrictions, voter suppression and voter intimidation of things that's going on right now. But one of the main things that they focus on this is that this new election cycle has shown us that Jim Crow has never gone away. I mean, I've known it's never gone away. Black people who have dealt with being black in America and being black and taking a deep breath, we understand that Jim Crow has never gone away. But this election cycle has pointed out to the people who have believed that it was gone, that Jim Crow isn't gone. It's just gone to Jim Crow 2.0. And it's been shaping the election. Um, There are new laws that are in play that are being acted upon specifically towards black voters. Um, Some of these laws are laws that prohibit ex-prisoners from voting. Um, And uh, let's talk about that portion first. Preventing ex-prisoners from voting. Um, The prison system, the prison industrial complex of the United States of America is geared towards funneling black men specifically into the system of imprisonment. And since the system is geared towards taking black men into the system, it has trickled down into, one, the way people who are felons or formal felons can vote. Um, About an estimated one, I'm sorry, 5.1 million people in the United States won't be able to vote in the 22 election due to a felony conviction and according to the sentencing project which is a nonprofit group that uses research to push for alternatives to mass incarceration um they just reported that there's people 5.1 million people who can't vote these are people who have served their time in prison have served out their sentence who are supposed to be rehabilitated to come back into society, and they're told that they can't vote. Um, So one of the things that has to go with this, the term poll tax. If you're not familiar with the term poll tax, poll tax was back in Jim Crow days or before Black people were really allowed to vote, that families or Black people who wanted to vote had to pay a tax before they could vote. Now, this price could vary among states, polling locations, wherever these people were. Now, this around the time when the poll tax was created was very close to slavery ending. And a lot of black families didn't have money. They didn't have money. They were just dirt poor because for their existence before becoming Black families on their own, they were slaves and they were owned by their white animal masters who did very animalistic things to them and they didn't have money. So the first way to prevent them from voting was the poll tax. Um, In 2018, which I want to bring up for y'all. In 2018, in Florida, voters approved what was called Amendment 4. Um, This granted convicted felons who completed all terms of their sentence, including parole or probation, the right to vote, except those convicted of murder or felony sexual offense. The Republican-controlled legislator, however, passed a law the following year that required ex-felons to pay all financial obligations before they could vote. This is a modern-day poll tax in action. Um, The problem is that a lot of the records that are used to enforce this, and I'm going to say poll tax because that's really what it is when you say that someone has to pay money before they can vote, whether they're a felon or not, But a lot of the records that are used to enforce this payment that ex-felons have to pay in order to get their voting rights back, a lot of those records have been lost or destroyed. They were old paper records that people have no 
idea of where they went to. They were lost most likely during the person's prison sentence. And since it's unclear how much money they owe, these people who were formal felons who just like black people who just got out of slavery weren't making much money or had no money at all. These former felons who just got out of prison pretty much have no money. So there's no guarantee that they're ever going to be able to pay off this amount that they supposedly owe for the supposed crimes that they committed that landed them in prison. Um, since it's an unclear amount and most people don't know, a lot of times they just give up to the fact that, hey, I can't vote because I'm a felon. And it's so sad to see that this poll tax is actually effectively working to prevent people from voting. Um, a second thing that's going to be a part of this new Jim Crow, uh, Jim Crow 2.0, as CNN put it, is voter intimidation. Voter intimidation. If we have not seen the people like the Proud Boys or, and I'm just going to say it in general, Trump supporters, they're very angry, aggressive, and violent people. Um, I hate to say that to spread a propagandic narrative because I don't want you to go out and see somebody with a Trump hat and immediately feel fear in the center of your chest pressing against your sternum. That's not it. But I do want to make it clear that a lot of the examples we have seen, especially of Trump supporters, the Trump 2020 people, the MAGA people who are carrying their uh, flags and their hats, they have been outwardly violent to people who have been, for the most part, peaceful uh, and only get violent to protect themselves. Um, just examples of this that we saw in the past, especially during the Jim Crow area, era, were church bombings, um, people getting shot, attacked, and killed at polling places, people standing outside of polling places with aggressive dogs and guns, all kinds of things. So it's just one of those things to just see where I get that people are going to say that this isn't happening. This is all a lie. It was a lie spread by the news. There's no voter intimidation. There's none of that. Are you kidding me? And the truth and reality of the situation is that all of these things exist, no matter how much you want to deny them. Um, so this is just a little bit of the things that are coming up that we're seeing in places, especially in the South and in battleground states. I mean, in Texas, a caravan of Trump supporter cars tried to run the Biden-Harris bus off the road. There was even a minor collision that nobody was hurt, thank goodness. But this is what this is coming to. This is what this is coming to. Um, so if you're out voting today, please, 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 please be safe. Who knows where things are going to end up? Who knows what's about to happen? It's about to be a very intense day for some people. Um, for other people, maybe not so intense. If you got the chance to vote remotely or if you voted by mail, you know, good. It's all going to work out. Just be safe today. That's the only thing that I can say. Um, another thing that I want to talk about, and this is something that I was reading in the news, um, this is about Breonna Taylor. So Breonna Taylor's grand jurors say that they were an uproar when they realized officers wouldn't be charged in her death. Um, so two grand jurors who heard the Kentucky Attorney General's official presentation of the Breonna Taylor case said prosecutors were dismissive of their questions that were and that there was an uproar when jurors realized that Louisville police officers wouldn't be charged in Taylor's death. Now, this was reported by CNN. Um, these two grand jurors who were, were choosing to remain anonymous because they were scared for their safety. They spoke to journalists by phone on Wednesday of last week, along with their attorney, Kevin Glogower, and community activist Christopher times two times i think is what his activist name is um they spoke about how their service on the taylor case was unlike dozens of other cases they heard throughout their month of service um when asked was justice done a few of the jurors said no i feel that there was quite a bit more that could have been done or should have been 
presented to us to deliberate it on. Uh, Grand Juror 1, who was a white male, told reporters on the call that the Jefferson County Circuit Court's Judge Annie O'Connell earlier this month allowed Grand Jurors to speak about their service after Grand Juror 1 filed court documents suggesting public comments uh, by the Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron about the proceedings were misleading. Now, I'm going to stop right here. And just when I'm reading from the news report, um, I am not surprised that Daniel Cameron uh, was misleading in what he was saying about the Breonna Taylor grand jury case. I am not surprised that he was misleading about the charges that were going to be brought forward against the murderers and criminals who went after her. I am not surprised at all. These are things that not that do not surprise me. Uh, the first thing being is Daniel Cameron is a black man who gets his hair cut at Supercuts. Um, I said it before, I said it in the past, you can never trust a black man who gets his hair cut at Supercuts. If you look at that man's hairline, it tells you that he's immediately evil. Like, it tells you that he's not trustworthy. I mean, if you look at Cruella DeVille, Cruella DeVille in 101 Dalmatians, she's the only character with black and white hair in the fashion that it's made. That's an evil sign. That is an evil sign. Evil people always have fucked up hairdos. And Daniel Cameron's hair, that non-existent edge-up and hairline, is evil. Pure, 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 pure evil. Um, so six possible homicide charges under Kentucky law weren't considered against the Louisville Metro Police Department officers who fired their weapons into Taylor's apartment. Um, and the reason being, at least this is what Daniel Cameron said, is because they were justified in the return of deadly fire after being shot at once by Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker. Um, Cameron went on to further say in a news conference last month that the grand jury agreed with that decision. And he said in his first public comments about the grand jury proceedings, um, Grand Juror One described Cameron's comments as inaccurate and said the first time he heard there were six possible homicide charges that the jurors could have reviewed was in Cameron's news conference. So just to put that in perspective, what the grand jurors are saying is that these considerations for murder charges were never explained to them during the grand jury proceedings and were never officially brought up by the attorney general for them to delegate over. So for Cameron to get on the news and say that the grand jurors agreed that there was no case against the officers and that the death of Breonna Taylor was justified is a flat out bold faced lie. It is very, very, very full of lies. Um, the lies that Daniel Cameron is telling according to the grand jurors is about, you know, is actually more defined and accurate than his hairline. Let's actually put it there. Um, so the juror who did speak with CNN said they didn't go into details of the self-defense statuses. They didn't go into details of any of the six possible murder statutes. He said explaining Cameron's new co news conference was the catalyst for filing a petition from the court for him to speak openly. Um, Grand Juror 2, a black male, said there should have been additional charges against maybe up to the six officers that were there when Taylor was killed. We were never given the opportunity to deliver, deliberate against any other charges. He said calling Cameron's comments just false all the way around. Um, Grand Juror Tour also said, we were open the whole time to listen to everything they presented and it would have been nice if they had presented every charge but they only presented those three charges um the three charges that they're talking about are the ones for reckless endangerment i think firing a gun and wanted wanted endangerment i think is what the other charges was um the charges, oh, actually, I think I have them written down here. Um, so there was one of the murderers, uh, well, officers, 
The grand jury indicted him, Hankinson is his last name, on three counts of wanton endangerment in the first degree is what it is. So three counts of wanton endangerment in the third degree in connection with Taylor's death. Um, he is not being charged with causing the death of Taylor, but for wantonly and blindly firing into her apartment. Um, some of the apartments that, sorry, I'm sorry, some of the bullets that Hankinson, the officer who fired them, went through Taylor's apartment and into the one next door where there were three people inside, including a pregnant woman and a child. Um, the three counts are for each of those people in the apartment. So one count for the child inside of the woman, one count for the child that was alive in the apartment, and one count for the woman herself. Um... And it's crazy. Those are the only things that the jurors were allowed to consider when it came to the grand jury deliberation. They never went into the murder charges that these officers should have suffered for killing Breonna Taylor. Um, and it's just, it blows my mind. Daniel Cameron went on to make more statements in the news about how the grand jury agreed that there was no reason for them to go into these charges about the murder charges that could have been brought up for Taylor's death. He also decided to take to the defensive after Megan the Stallion, during a brilliant performance, played a comment from the family members of Taylor when they were talking about Daniel Cameron being worse than the black people who sold out other black people to slave masters which is really what he does i mean if you look at this man he's married to somebody who's related to mitch mcconnell and mitch mcconnell literally looks like the devil with leprosy yeah the devil wears leprosy that is mitch mcconnell um and these are just some of the things to think about just going into this election site cycle election season if there's the ability to vote out daniel cameron y'all please vote out that man he's a piece of shit and just a piece of shit um that's just something i want to share when it came to brianna taylor's case uh if you're following Brianna Taylor's case and things that's going on with Brianna Taylor, there's still protests going on for her. But if you want to know what happened in the grand jury uh, deliberation slash trial, this is just a little bit that's coming out from these grand jurors. Hopefully we'll be seeing more now that they've been granted the right to talk about the case. All right. Um, the next thing I want to get into, uh, I saw a video I saw a video, and this was very, very interesting. Um, so, I saw a video that contained two gay black men. Well, a few gay black men and a situation. Let's say it that way. Um, I was watching videos on World Star, and yes, I did say World Stars. Sometimes I like to delve into the mess, and you know, I'm proud to say it. But I saw a video that consisted of two gay cisgendered black men. And the video was posted by a female rapper whose IG, IG name is She A Dying Piece. Um, took me the longest to figure out what her IG name was. Because I was reading and I was like, S-head I-M-E Pius. And like I was trying to sound it out until I looked at it. I was like, oh no, it says She A Dying Piece. Uh, I hate when y'all do this with your IG names. It just looks fucking terrible. But the video shows a gay getting his life in the beginning with his friends. You know, they're rapping to a cute little song. Obviously, some drinks were evolved and everybody's getting their lives. They are just all in it and having a great time. But then the video quickly shifts. I mean, it shifts faster than a Gemini's emotions when they find out that you ate their last piece of fried chicken. Like, switched real quick. Um, So... It switches to everybody having a good time to all of a sudden a tall nigga getting into an argument with a very short nigga in a pink hat. And for purposes of this to establish who we're talking about, I'm going to say tall guy and pink hat for both of these people. Um, both of them, again, like I said, are cisgender gay black men and they were ready to rumble. They decided to have a good old royal rumble in the street. Um, in one part of the video, we see the tall guy pushing and then yoking up and leading to choking Pink Hat on the hood of a car, saying, leave me alone and I'll fucking kill you. And then promptly tossing Pink Hat on the ground by his neck. 
After that, we see Pink Cat being held back by girls saying, let it go, walk away, and honestly trying to save his little ass from Tall Guy. Because Tall Guy was at least 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, and Pink Hat was maybe 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, so huge, huge thing. I mean, this was like David and Goliath without Jesus being involved. There was no Jesus in this situation. <laughs> Um, I feel like I was watching Mike Tyson school Boosie on his podcast again, which if you haven't seen that interview, it's beautiful. Go watch it because I hate fucking Boosie, but Mike Tyson checks his ass and it's beautiful. Um, or you know what? If you don't get any of the references that I use, I want you to imagine a baby trying to pick up a... 300 pound barbell and lifted over its head like one of the strong men. Imagine that. That was the situation. Um, but what ended up happening is Pink Hat gets some hits on Tall Guy after he breaks away from his female friends who were trying to hold him back. And then Tall Guy firmly grasps that neck area of Pink Hat and it's all over. He starts choking Pink Hat and, of course, Pink Hat being about a foot and a half shorter and most likely 50 to 90 pounds lighter than Tall Hat is getting choked out and really doesn't have any way to get away from those hands that have a nice little vice grip around the neck of Pink Hat. And so he's trying to pull away. He's trying to pull away. He ends up trying to pull away from Tall Hat but pushing himself inside of the driver's seat of a car. So, of course, Tall Hat takes advantage and just leans right into it and just starts choking Pink Hat across the transmission and council of the car. Now, we clearly see that Pink Hat at this point is not getting any oxygen, and then the video cuts out. Now, I say all of this to say this, is that gays, we got to do better. There can't always be videos of us getting into fights. I mean, I get that Atlanta Pride is the gay Royal Rumble or gay WrestleMania. That's where the gays go down to fight. And those videos are interesting. They're cute. They look fun. Because I just like seeing fights. But no matter what happens, y'all, we really shouldn't be putting our hands on each other. Um, The whole fight gave me two people who most likely slam ping parts together uh, the shit was real good, and they didn't know what the space was that they were in together after, you know, playing hide the snake. Now, I'm not one to talk. Um, when it comes to loving ancient people, I do it all the time. And, y'all, when it gets intense that you're choking, y'all, when it gets so intense that you're choking your... Uh, significant other, your slam piece, your bottom or your top or whatever we're going to call it. Um, it, it's, it's time to walk away. It is time to walk away. Um, this goes to Pink Hat, who I am going to assume is the bottom in the situation. Um, baby, you got dragged. Um, you got dragged. You had your airway vacuum sealed like a Ziploc bag on Thanksgiving. You know, like, we all have that one cousin who takes home all of the mac and cheese and decides to try to put it in a Ziploc bag as opposed to just taking the pan. But, sweetheart, that's what happened to your throat. Those hands grasped around you and it said hefty, hefty, hefty and they Ziplocked your throat like it was nothing. Um, love, the man told you to leave him alone. He didn't tell you to build him a rocket ship. He didn't tell you to try to make it to the third moon of Saturn. He didn't try to tell you to get some Legos and let's build a wall. He did not tell you to go vote for the orange orangutan. He said, leave me alone. Um, these are things that you were not hearing or did not understand because you were upset. You were probably hypnotized and or dickmatized and or dick whipped at some point. But you did realize that you really fucked up when you were being choked out in the front seat of that car. And most likely, you realized, why the fuck am I fighting this nigga? He ain't shit. And he decided to just shut off my airway like somebody who didn't pay for their RG&E or, God forbid, you didn't pay for your water and that gets turned off too. Um, I just gotta say, y'all, we're getting too old for this. 
all of y'all the situation were old enough to drink legally. So there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to talk out things or listen to somebody when they say, hey, leave me the fuck alone. Don't keep going back trying to fight this person because of your ego or because you're the bottom and you feel like, and because you feel like, well, I didn't get the heads when I tossed the penetration coin last night. I'm always taking dick. I always get the hard end of the stick. Don't let that be the factor that leads you to getting choked out in the front seat of a car. And I think it was a Charger. I think it was a Charger or a Challenger. It was like one of those fuck nigga cars. Like a nigga who you know isn't shit. Like who's going to show up to the first date in basketball shorts, slides, and white socks with dirty bottoms of the socks. But they think you can't see the dirty bottoms of the socks because you have slides on. Not realizing that slides work as flip-flops, which means the bottom of your foot will be exposed. And I will see the charcoal color dust that is on the bottom of your white socks that most likely came from a fruit of the loom variety pack but i'm just saying i'm just saying i'm just saying i'm just saying um oh also y'all i want to apologize i don't know how this episode is going to turn out i am working from a home studio which means i am working in my apartment which i am calling my studio (laughs) and people keep calling me so the recording of course keeps cutting out So I don't know how this episode is going to sound, but I do apologize. It's just some fuck shit. Um, But of course, because it's election day, I've got people calling me, calling me, calling me, calling me, calling me. I never wanted to be a political person. I don't know if I consider myself a political person, but if you think I'm political, you know, thank you for it. Um, But because I know I'm going to keep getting calls here, I'm going to cut this little portion of the episode a little bit short um, because I wanted to give y'all a treat. Um, The treat that I want to share with you is the podcast that uh, my friend Danny and I do. And this is called Yo, That's Gay. We had a pretty interesting conversation when it came to golden showers and water sports. And I thought you guys could enjoy the first snippet of the episode. Um, The episode is on Yo That's Gay, which is on all available podcast platforms. And I hope you truly, truly enjoy it. Oh, actually, before I go, there was one thing that somebody sent me and I want to talk about this. Um, so if you are not familiar with the game Pokemon or the television show Pokemon, the main character, his name is Ash Ketchum. And we had a real life Pokemon scenario happen in the news. Uh, so the, uh, the tempered tangerine, um, the tangerine tyrant. Uh, just recently caught himself a new Pokemon. Um, this Pokemon is of the Coon type um, and happens to be named Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne has decided to support uh, the Tangerine Tyrant and they took a picture together. And in the picture, you see the Tangerine Tyrant with his orange face and his apricot accents just smiling ear to ear with uh, his new coon type Pokemon, Lil Wayne, standing next to him. And he's got this look on his face like, all of y'all, you black people, come on. You don't even know what you're doing. Look at it. I got your um, idol over here, uh, Lil Wayne. He's standing next to me with his... Uh, his uh, Negro attire on and smiling like a good old smile. It's I swear, I feel like I was watching Pokemon and I just watched Ash Ketchum catch a new type of Pokemon. And that is Lil Wayne. Um, Lil Wayne decided to praise Donald Trump in a tweet on Thursday and shared a photo of the two of them giving a thumbs up. Yes, a thumbs up. So the master... Uh, the apricot decided to to show off his new Pokemon, Lil Wayne, that he caught. And he gave a thumbs up while Lil Wayne also did the same thing and gave a thumbs up. And then in a tweet, Lil Wayne said, just had a great meeting with at real Donald Trump at POTUS. Besides what he's done so far with criminal reform, the platinum plan is going to give the community real ownership. The rapper tweeted... He listened to what we had to say today in a shirt he will and can get it done. (sighs) All right, so I just want to break this down just a little bit. 
So the Platinum Plan. The Platinum Plan is a plan that the Apricot has said is going to do things for the Black community that is leaps and bounds beyond where the Black community has ever been. It's going to give millions, if not billions of dollars to the community and help. It's supposed to give money to Black businesses, millions, if not billions, to Black communities, and all these things that are just promised in this plan. Um, honestly, to me, the wording of the plan and the way that the Apricot decided to talk about it, it kind of sounds like somebody who lives in the middle of suburbia and is like, yeah, I always help the little Negro girl out because I buy her Girl Scout cookies. I mean, the operative words here are Negro girl and help out in a way that makes nobody feel comfortable. <laughs> Let's just talk about it that way. But honestly, the Platinum Plan, if the Platinum Plan was really meant for Black America and was really meant to be uh, improving for our lives and build a better community and better lives for all of us, why didn't you start this four years ago? Had Donald Trump started the Platinum Plan four years ago, and let's say we actually saw growth, economic growth and economic independence for African-American people in this country, if he had actually done that, I would have actually given him my vote. You have four years. I mean, I didn't like the fact that you got elected in the first place, but you have had four years to do something. You haven't done anything. And you can't blame that on the House. You can't blame that on the Senate. You can't blame that on people. You can't blame that on the news. You actually have not put anything forward of substance that is going to be useful for the African-American community. Now, we saw earlier this month um, the apricot caught another Pokemon. Um, if he was a gym leader, he'd be the coon type gym leader because he happens to get all of the coon Pokemon. But he got Ice Cube. He caught Ice Cube. It was probably a great ball he had to use. I don't think Ice Cube would require an Ultra Ball. Um, if you play Pokemon, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't play Pokemon, you have no clue what those words were that I just used. Um, but... Ice Cube went with the contract for Black America and all this other bullshit. And they're all like, oh, yeah, Donald Trump's going to help us. He says he can do it. He says he can get it done. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you trust a known liar? Like, I mean, I guess, you know, a known liar, at least we know they're going to lie. So, I mean, the lie of it all, I guess, has to be the truth because we know they're going to lie. Um, Y'all, please don't listen to Lil Wayne uh, okay, you know what? I'm just going to be honest with you. Lil Wayne can barely be on television without subtitles on English networks, and he's speaking English. That's not the person I'm going to take my political uh, advice from. I, I just can't do it. Um, Lil Wayne standing next to Apricot Ketchum looking like a fool is crazy. It's crazy. Like, I just don't understand any of this. Um but then you know what? I do actually understand. I understand because Lil Wayne, Ice Cube, and other famous black people happen to be rich. And because they're rich, they know that they're going to benefit from the tax cuts and benefits that billionaires and millionaires receive. Um, to them, the vague promise of assistance, building projects, money, and all these things sound fantastic because they know they don't have to worry about their livelihood being dependent on those services actually succeeding. So Lil Wayne can go back home to one of his multiple mansions. Ice Cube can go back to one of his multiple mansions. All the other ones that are supporting him, they can all go back to these multi-million dollar homes and properties that they own. They're not going to the apartment complex that's having its funding cut by the Trump administration and no longer has adequate or running water or that has clean facilities, or they don't have to worry about their healthcare needs because they can pay for all of the healthcare services they need out of their own pocket. These are the things that you rich black people have seemed to have forgotten. It seems that you've been rich so long that you've forgotten that you're black and you forgot the existence and normality of black people in this country. Uh, you know, to the people who are thinking about, yeah, 
Ice Cube would never steer me in the wrong direction or Lil Wayne would never steer me in the wrong direction. Let's just put into account that you were waiting for a $1,200 stimulus check while they make $1,200 in their sleep. Let's not forget that the Mandarin Orange won't give people $1,200 to help them out until he wins the election. Meanwhile, the people who are standing by him saying that they support him and everything that he's about, and he's so good for Black America and so good for people, and he's a businessman, he's going to make sure that the economy's great and we're all good. None of them have to worry about $1,200 to help them get food or possibly pay the thousands of dollars of back rent that they owe now that they've been out of work for so long. (sighs) To Lil Wayne and Ice Cube, there are white people hurting and struggling right now. Do you actually think that this person who has literally given black people nothing and has said black people have nothing to lose, so they might as well vote for him anyways, is going to give us a chance? Boy, bye. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all are just stupid. But that's just a little rant I had to go on. I just saw that damn picture of Lil Wayne sitting here looking like Pikachu with dreads and tattoos. And I'm just like, I got to address this one. I just got to address it. But all right, y'all, that's going to wrap it up for this portion of the episode. Um, I'm going to play the preview of Yo, That's Gay. And this episode of Yo, That's Gay is available on all major podcast platforms with my friend Danny Valverde. Get into it. I hope you enjoy it. And if you like listening to my podcast, please give me a rating. Give me a comment. Share it with a stranger. Share it with somebody you hate. Share it with somebody that you love. Eat it like it's cereal on Christmas Day, because I think kids eat cereal on Christmas Day. I don't know what they do. But I hope you enjoy the podcast because without you, it is impossible for me to keep doing this. I'm going to leave y'all with a little sneak peek of Yo, That's Gay, and I'll be chatting with you next week. Hopefully the world has not burned down after the election. All right, y'all. Bye. What's going on with that? Let's actually talk about it because you I told me about recently the last couple of weeks i feel like there's just been so much election stuff going on that that's been having my focus do you remember uh, you may not remember but do you remember years ago britney spears was like breaking news mm-hmm. like when the news would come on it'd be like abc world news britney guess what she did today <laughs> and it's like wait this isn't world news like i feel like iran contra was going on around that time and iran contra if you're not sure what that is it's very serious look it up uh i'll just say but like i feel like there was like serious shit going on like we were like bombing people for oil but it was like britney spears cut her hair yeah like it was important yeah i just fuzzed all my hair i had a britney moment (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna ask you so i always say it's a britney when i cut my own hair um, did you do that for a Britney moment, or did you just have I just, fun? I just felt like getting rid of the hair. <laughs> I'm here for it. Like, it's getting long, it's getting annoying, and I need fresh hair. <laughs> I am very jelly of you. Your hair grows back very fast. I hate that it grows back so fast. Oh, my gosh. I wish mine grew that fast. Like, Danny can go from an undercut to an overcut to a bob to a flip in, like, a month. Mm-hmm. And I can do a bald head in like four months. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, this thing grows quick. <laughs> I'm yelling. So what's been new? What's been going on? Um, so it's Halloween week, and I feel like I've been trying to stay in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm off from work, so I haven't really done anything special though. But I kind of want to get trick or treaters this year. Do you? Ha- oh well, you already have decorations. Yeah. Did you get any of those signs to say yes for trick or treating? No. Or like make one. Um. I also don't know if you can get trick or treaters on this block particularly. You might. This yeah, is I feel like it's yeah. like a hit or miss. This is like a family-ish neighborhood. It's like, hey, my girlfriend had an unplanned pregnancy, but we're not planning to terminate it. <laughs> like, kind of area was. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's kind of just like. Adult-ish. Like, <laughs> this is definitely where I imagined I would be when I was like, yeah, I'm ready to settle down. Yeah, I'm sure there's... Some, I think there's some kids on the block. Yeah. It's all in a good way. <laughs> where it's like, hey, we can settle here. Have kids. <laughs> enjoy it. 
and be established. You live in an established neighborhood. I kind of live in a... We'll see what the check looks on Friday neighborhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're right next to each other. They really are. <laughs> I just don't want to upgrade. Not yet. Yeah, you've upgraded. I'm like, let me stick with my good old iPhone 4 <laughs> and just be good right now. Oh, no, not an iPhone 4. Do you remember the 4? The four, well, I mean, the four is the 12, essentially, just bigger. Because it looks exactly the same now. Yeah. That's before they slimmed it down to make the five. Yeah, they slimmed it and then made it curvy for the five, which, I mean, I'm all about curves and rounded edges, but for some reason, I want, like, a very angular technology device. (laughs) Like, I want it to have angles and sharp points. (laughs) Even though I'm putting it close to my eyes. (laughs) But... I want it to be very angular and just sharp with, like, no jokes. Maybe, like, an unpolished edge that can, like, file down my fingernails. Something very utilitarian. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. (laughs) That's... I've never heard someone so passionate about the sharps of their phone. Well, like... Imagine, like... I know you're not into cars, but a Jaguar... For Jaguar, for the longest, it was this very curvy car. Say that word again. Jaguar. Or is it Jaguar? How do you say Jaguar? Jaguar. 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 <laughs> you know. <laughs> the, 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 the cat. The black cat that's out there. <laughs> um, the jag. The jag. Like, I thought it was like a very muscly looking car. I love things that look very boxy and plain. That's why I love my iPhone. <laughs> it's very plain. Like, of course, it's an iPhone. It's mm-hmm. what an iPhone does. But when you pull it out, there's no shine to it. There's no shimmer. <laughs> it's like, bitch, you have a piece of glass in your phone that's phone. And <laughs> <laughs> just here you go. <laughs> I love basic things. <laughs> Minimalist. <laughs> my neighborhood is basic. It's rental only. There's no ownership. <laughs> All right, so what's new with you? Um, new with me, I have been playing um, the new Pokemon Crown Tundra. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you had a chance to dabble in it yet? Not yet. I'm just, like, torn between, like, spending the money when I'm going to only spend two weeks with it right now. Because mm-hmm. I kind of, like, stopped playing after I got bored of the last expansion, which is... That was Armor Isle. Armor Isle. Yeah. Okay. Or Isle of Armor. Yeah. Which, however y'all feel about it. Um, Crown Chandra, it's it's fun. Um, it's very fun. Just personally for me, the best Pokemon I've caught so far was Zapdos from the Crown Tundra. Um, if you're not familiar with So the adorable. Game, it is super adorable. It is the cutest Pokemon in the expansion, at least to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like an ostrich combined with an emu. And I love ostriches. I love it emus. Look orange. And it's orange. It's orange and black. And it has this move called Thunderous Kick. And it's Pokedex entry. It's just like, it's feathers move so vigorously that it sounds like thunder. So I'm just happy that it's Zapdos. Um, but it doesn't know electric attacks. It's fighting and flying. Yeah. Like, mind blown. Is Thunderous Kick basically a fighting move? Oh yeah, it's a fighting move. So Thunderous Kick is a fighting move, even though it's animated almost like an electric move. Yeah. But it's all fighting. Oh, okay. Um, it is probably the weakest out of the three birds right now. Mm-hmm. Articuno kind of looks like, um, I haven't seen the movie, but the devil wears Prada. Um, Glenn Close character, is that Amanda Priestley? No. Okay. Uh, wait. No. Uh, what's her name? Meredith. Um, please, wait, wait, what are we thinking of? Who does Glenn Close play? The older girl in the devil wears Prada. I don't know. Whoever Glenn Who's Close Glenn plays, Close? Glenn Close know. is the one who's the white hair, short cut. She's in fashion, and then the like brown haired chick is trying to get into fashion. Anne Hathaway. Yeah. And then there's, um, wow, I am I'm, I'm a little high right now. It's okay. <laughs> the chick from I'm having a moment. Yeah. The chick who's the bitch from Devil Wears Prada. The bitch. The, yeah, like Miranda that. Priestley. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Miranda Priestley. There we go. I thought her real name was um. Wow, how am I like her name? Meryl Streep. Oh my god. 
There we go. Street. Yeah, it is Meryl Street. Why am I seeing Glenn Close? Because I was watching Fatal Attraction. See, that's why I was so confused. I'm like, wait, Meredith, no, Meryl, <laughs> Meryl Street. There you go. So Meryl Street's character and the Devil Wears Prada. That's why you know I didn't see this damn movie. This so one, good. like, I need to see it. Um, you know, my person, he keeps telling me I need to watch it because he loves it. Just like, I love okay. it. So I need to watch it. I haven't seen it. Talk about who the real villain is because it's not her. Well, see, that's the thing. <laughs> that's what Articuno looks like. Articuno looks like the villain of all three of the birds right now. <laughs> like, Moltres is just some bitch who's just I was wondering how we got world. into this conversation. <laughs> well, this one is. It's like, Moltres is just this bitch that's off in the world. Like, I look pretty and I have fire. Articuno's like, I hate all two of you because I'm just the best. And then Moltres is just the girl who's out here on the street <laughs> drinking other drinks from people's tables. What type tables. is Moltres? Um, Moltres is dark and fire, I want to say. is either dark or fire or dark and flying. And then Articuno is Probably psychic dark and flying. I think it's dark and flying. Um, and then Articuno is psychic and flying. Interesting, interesting. So none of their types are the same, but then you can also catch their original versions in the Max, I'm sorry, the Dynamax Adventures, which then there's also Ultra Beast. And I've caught tons of Ultra Beast. Mm-hmm. Which, Bacephalon is my favorite one. Oh my god, it's the cutest little thing. Pokemon really fucked up with these Ultra Beasts. Because they're not Pokemon, they're aliens. But they're better than the Pokemon. Like, they created a set of keys as Pokemon. Yeah. A set of fucking keys. <laughs> but then you know when they create the Ultra Beast, They took extension cords and turned it into a cool fucking Pokemon. <laughs> which I'm like, how did you fuck this up so bad? Aliens, okay. Pokemon's really going somewhere else. Pokemon is becoming like how everything else as we get older. How it's like, I don't understand TikTok and I am too old to try to understand it. I feel like that. It's, that's what Pokemon's becoming. <laughs> it's too much. So, yeah, that's what's new, I guess, for us. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, like, I've got nothing super crazy going on. Mm-hmm. Um... Just, you know, living the whole life. <laughs> That's a good thing. Like, the whole life is a good life. <laughs> like, let's talk about it. What's, what is whole life to you? Whole life is the sleeping around with whoever you want type uh-huh. of thing. But also, like, with who you want and not just with, like, for, for like, Fuck's sake. Right. You know what I mean? You're not sleeping with them to get the act done. Mm -hmm. You're sleeping with them because you want to. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, this is fun to do. (laughs) Right. I love sex. I'm such a hoe. Sex is fun. I feel like everybody needs to have sex all of the time. Um, I'm trying to circumnavigate my extreme sex drive at times with my partner who doesn't have the same sex drive as me and it's kind of hard it's kind of mm-hmm. hard because i love sex it's so mm-hmm. much fun same. and then now there's this new feeling that i have of jealousy but i feel Ooh. like i'm not getting sex when i want sex but i have to understand that they don't have sex the way i have sex and i don't know how to like handle that right now like i'm like well you must be fucking somebody else it's <laughs> like andrew there's no physical way that this person is sleeping with somebody else because you know what they're doing every moment of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, so how do I balance this out? Because my pussy's telling me mm-hmm. it needs to be pounded, but you are physically not in the position to pound my puss. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Um, it's where masturbation comes in handy. Oh, God. And, see, well, this is why I like to have the possibility of Mm-hmm. venturing out because mm-hmm. it's like you can do it to your personal satisfaction but like it has to be consensual too right so that's always like the more difficult part to get to because it's like you both have to be comfortable and willing and able to do that <clears throat> right i know that they're not they are not in that space mm-hmm. and so i'm trying to understand and learn things more mm-hmm. Because I know they're not in the space for an open situation. It's just not for them. For me, I wouldn't mind. I'm just going to be honest. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind. Um, And they've made the statement to me on more than one occasion. Oh, you're fine to go ahead. And I'm just like, but I know it would upset you. 
And I just, I'm like, I just know it So, way. okay, so this is something that I think is, like, you can't take any accountability for upsetting him if he is establishing the boundary. Yeah. And that's the thing. The boundary bothers me because it's like, like, I just want you to get this pussy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need anybody else to get it. I just need you to get it. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. This relationships can be complicated. <sighs> Especially with varied sex drives and varied sex interests. It totally is. Like, I just wish I was back in, like, one of my very non-sexual phases. <laughs> where it's just like, oh, okay, I don't want sex. I don't give two fucking shits about this. <laughs> like, I wish I was there. So I just be like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and I could just focus on Pokemon. But I want to be, like, choked and railed and beaten up and all kinds of shit. <laughs> and, you know. It's, it's a hankering. It is. It's like I have a hankering for a black nose. A black nose. A black eye. Like, it's something. But. Uh, Well, let's segue a little bit into what we're talking about this week. And um, basically, when the relationship comes to the bedroom. Yes. And um, you explore some kinks or fetishes. And... Tell us a little bit about water sports. So, Let's talk about water sports. What is it? How do you partake? Mm-hmm. Who partakes and why? Water sports. So water sports in sex, in the intercourse, in the slapping of to-go bitties and pink parts has to do with urine. Urine play, urination mm-hmm. uh, with you and your partner or just by yourself. Um, it can range from just peeing on yourself, let's say, while you're in a masturbatory phase, or you just want to enjoy the sexual arousal from urine and peeing itself. Or maybe you're with a partner and you're getting peed on. Maybe they're peeing in your mouth. Maybe they pee inside of you and then fuck the pee out of you. Or maybe they fuck you until you pee. That is what water sports is. Water sports is going to include the U-R-I-N-E, and it's here for all of us. It's golden goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's warm, it's refreshing, and it's very hydrating. <laughs> <laughs> so, how common do you think water sports are? So, I feel water sports are more common than people say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going to be quite honest with you, just situations by myself. Um, having sex with other people and being somebody who bottoms and when you bottom it's a change in the pressure of your internal parts of your body because a dick is pushing air and force inside of you and if you don't know the difference between the feeling of peeing and coming when a penis is inside of you you're gonna pee and it's happened to a lot of people like you're gonna pee it's like like the same muscle it is controlling that it really is. It's the same muscle. But there's this small tinge of difference where you can tell, okay, this is cum and this is pee. Mm-hmm. And some people never get to that, which is okay. Mm-hmm. But pee, just as much as poop, plays a factor in gay sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think maybe even like regular sex. like Or not regular, but like heterosex. Yeah. Like um, cishet sex, it's definitely full of pee. So... I guess, what are different ways people can engage in water sports that um, you want to share? So what I can share with you, just my beginning of water sports and learning what water sports is. One, when you are going to say that you would like to engage into urine play, you're going to be playing with urine. Just got to make that very clear. You should see how you feel about urine first. Try touching your own urine. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, anyone that's curious about, like, water sports, like, don't have anybody pee on you if you've never peed on yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> pee on yourself before you pee on somebody else, y'all. <laughs> like, it's, uh, if you are not comfortable with urine, you're not going to like water sports. Mm-hmm. The smell, the temperature, the feel, the look of the urine. The pressure. The pressure of urine. If you are not prepared for that, you're not going to enjoy it. You're not. Like, I mean, I'm a cum whore. Love come. Mm-hmm. But the first time I got a facial, it was very traumatic because I did not take into account that, yes, I've seen come all over the place. I've seen people coming, but the force of come coming out of the dick directly onto your face yeah. is a shock. <laughs> <laughs> and so I want to say that with pee. Like, we pee. All of us pee. 
Like, we know what pee is. We know how it works. We feel the force of it coming out of our own body. But when it's somebody else's body delivering their urine to you, it's a whole different experience. You're basically the toilet. (laughs) Yes. It's a whole different experience. So you have to think about that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think um, solo play is important before really venturing out to the realms of water sports. Mm -hmm. And I feel like so... I've seen water sports ranging from, like, just peeing on each other mm-hmm. to, like, drinking pee to, like, getting pee fucked into you. hmm And I guess everyone kind of has, like, their own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen porn that actually I think was really hot mm-hmm. where someone got their ass filled with pee and then they splashed it back to the person that on their face <laughs> that's kind of hot yeah <laughs> that's confidence too to know that you were clean oh yeah oh. yeah oh yeah that's some confidence right there <laughs> yes wow i need to find this point i'm gonna go ahead and later <laughs> we're gonna see this like way well. <laughs> like I've seen porn where people have been peed into. No, I've never let anybody pee into me. Like me into either. like my rectum. I no, would. Ever done that. I would. I would let somebody do it because I've seen it and it looks hot. It's like, oh. But then when it comes to me, I want a man to do everything with me with his penis. Like whatever your penis wants to do, I am a willing participant. Except discharge. Yeah, except discharge. <laughs> except uh, discharge and smegma. Those are the two <laughs> things. No doll. I don't want them near me. <laughs> I, I feel like it would be a fun experience. But then I also am like, do I really want that much pee gushing and splashing all over the place while mm-hmm. this person's fucking me? Because mm-hmm. like, it looks cool, but this is also why I'm not into vaginas because they splash. <laughs> and I don't want splash over my bedroom. See, I don't, I don't mind, like, the messy playroom. Uh-huh. <laughs> However, it's the fact that you actually have to be the one to clean it up after the fact. Right. You know what I mean? And that's, like, I feel like if I was gonna have, like, pee, someone pee into my asshole, I would absolutely invest in some rubber sheets first. Oh, yeah. And, um, even some fucking, like, wee-wee pads for the floor. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, puppy pads, I'd have them all over the floor. Like, nope. I don't want any drop of urine in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And, like... Yeah. I, if I like, had I'm the toilets. filthy one, not my bedroom. <laughs> right. Like, I am the toilet. I'm all good. Like, typically when I've done water sports, it's been in the shower. Mm-hmm. I refuse to do it in my bedroom. Yeah, I've only done engaged in the shower. Look. See, there's a room built in your house for water sports. <laughs> Boom. So, what is your experience with water sports? What do you talk about? What do you know about it? So, I, even from, like, as a high schooler, I engaged into a lot of, like, solo play. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I feel like, I feel like that I, very early on, realized that, like, pee was arousing to me. Mm-hmm. So, it just, it was just kind of normal for me. Okay. At some point. And then, um... I have engaged in, like, I've been peed on, mm-hmm. I've peed on somebody, I've drank pee, and also fed someone pee? What's the word? I mean, I guess you serve somebody a drink of pee. Yeah, like, like you know, they, <laughs> they drank it from the top. <laughs> um... So yeah, I've had I've had experience. Wait, I just picked up on that. I drank it from the tap. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's like, that's like when you drink it right from the dick. That is even you hotter. You drink it from the top. That is even hotter. It's called recycled beer. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know why, but I love to have every essence of the man on me, except their shit. Like scat is not for me, mm-hmm. but that's just kind of hot. It's like. Yeah, I'm drinking a recycled beer, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and if I get drink a drunk on it, <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, that's like literally my experience with uh, water sports. It's kind of just like light, 
water sports. Okay. Like, just dabbled in it a little bit. Only a couple of times. Okay. Splish Splash, but, like, no deep dive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no Splash Mountain. <laughs> like, Splash Mountain apparently is the ride, and I didn't know it. <laughs> like, I've just been finding out about that lately. <laughs> but, so... In a spectrum, when it comes to porn, let's talk about there. Mm-hmm. Is that where you learned about water sports, or was this already something that you had in mind prior to your porn like exposure? I feel like so. I think that my prostate is really close to my bladder, mm-hmm. um, because every time I stimulate my prostate, my bladder like loses control. Really. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, and there's been a couple times where like, oh, maybe I'm gonna like come, and I have let it go, and it was not come, it was pee. <laughs> uh-huh. So from like a very young age, um, because I've been playing with my hole since like I was fourteen, <laughs> and your hole spurt. <laughs> um, and I feel like at a very early age, I just realized that like, oh, like. I get st- I can stimulate myself to the point where I pee. Right. And it just kind of became like, oh, it, that's just part of like my horniness. Like pee is normal. <laughs> like right. I just kind of accepted it. Right. As like, oh, this is just something that happens like in the privacy of my shower between me <laughs> and in your pee. Then eventually I was like, oh, like like then I saw like squirting porn mm-hmm. from like um male female porn. Uh-huh. Um cuz you know, I'm just so attracted to women, um, and vaginas, and I always found it really hot when they got, like, squirted on. Now, like, I've only seen, like, blooper squirting or, like, very stream squirting where it's, like, a gulf stream of it water. It looks like they're peeing. Yeah. Like, I've only seen that, so I don't know what, like, the hesitant to say normal squirt ratio like the average. is. But I feel like, okay, so if you follow any of these, um, like, uh, porn websites that, like, specialize in this stuff, I feel like sometimes they, like, overdo it. Right. I feel like, you know, they, like, sometimes would fill them up with water and then, like, let them splash it out. Yeah. It's the same way you kind of have, like, those really, like, cum-focused websites, porn uh-huh. sites. And you can tell they're using fake cum because the amount is just... It's unheard of. Yeah, it's like, dude, like, okay, we get a big fucking load, but also, like... Your balls should be the size of a building. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, how are you producing this much semen? Yeah. Okay. This is fake. So I feel like that's kind of what they do to make it seem, like, more... Like, well, I've seen the ones Not where... that it's not hot, still. <laughs> but, well, I've, like, seen the ones... Like, there's this porn blooper. This girl, she's a squirter, and she's in a squirter, like, porn video. And it's, like, she starts squirting, but this is, like, a fire hose of liquid. And I'm, like, how the fuck is she not dust right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, there should be no water left in her body with what just came out of her. <laughs> like, that just don't make sense to me. Yeah. She, she must be dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I say it was a intense stream of liquid, like, this was enough to fill up a gallon or four to five gallons of mm-hmm. jugs of just liquid of what came out of her vagina. And when I was very concerned, I was like, is this a blooper because they filled her up too much with whatever she's squirting out? Yeah. Because I'm like, there's no way this shit is natural. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's just kind of like if someone were to, like, put water up their butt, and then just, like, record themselves spraying it out. <laughs> yes! It's, like, it's that much water. <laughs> yes. And then they go for, like, three, four consecutive times. It's, like, okay, like, you're clearly cutting this <laughs> and refilling them. Because yes. there's no way they just shot, like, a gallon of liquid out of their vagina. <laughs> no, they thought it was water balloons. At this point, like, <laughs> let's take an intermission of the water balloon bite, and then let's fill them up again, and we're back to it. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll get back into more world of water sports. Okay.